Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Greetings, weary travelers, come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages. I am once again your host, Arkanir Silver Shield, and I'm joined by two great people, starting with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Lotus of Doom, and Hello. joining us as a recurring special guest, but this time fighting for the pact, Avron Doodles. How's it going, Avron? <laughs> it's going okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're overwhelmed by Ebonheart Pact excitement. I understand. <laughs> I can't believe I got introduced as a Pact player. It feels yep. wrong. No, it's, I, it's all fine. Everything's Every balance. time I get to do that, I'm. I, it makes me really happy. Did it to Lotus for a long time, very happily, <laughs> when he was fighting for the uh, Altmere Whoa. Dominion that I'll happily bring up. <laughs> Woof. A broken clock is right twice a day. That's all right. We've got Guaranir tails, so. Oh, man. <laughs> this, this too good. Oh, we can't <laughs> let you get too happy, Ark. This too could turn real fast, but it's great <laughs> to have you here, Avron. And I'm glad I'm, I was able to join. Yeah. It's been a quite a long time since we got to record together. Like that. I know. I was very, <laughs> I was very happy when you're like, "Ooh, I'm available at least for a while until I possibly pass out from sleep deprivation." I'm like, "Good enough." <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am so not no not up to date on everything. Uh, I just know that we have update 39 on PTS. That it's a yep. like 30 something pages of bug fixes. 31 pages, I believe, of changes and bug fixes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, um, nice short reading. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to actually let you take over, Lotus, from here okay. on so that we actually have a show. And <laughs> <laughs> um, So obviously the update is going to be the big thing. We might as well just address the smaller topic uh, to begin with where we had the situation of um, mid-year – well. White Streaks Mayhem uh, happened again, even though it just <laughs> happened last month, uh, which has kind of been the running joke that every time there's a Mayhem event, Avron joins. It's true. <laughs> so, so even though we just had one, I was like, you know what? We just, we'll have it. Can you guess again? We just keep the tradition alive. Um, so there was very little space between these thoughts avron because you're a big mayhem person as well 
So I feel like we actually kind of might share similar, less excited thoughts on this topic than usually we're gloating about our side doing these great fights and all this stuff. Yeah, I was just saying on my stream, actually, the last couple streams I had, I didn't have a single large fight the entire event. And I I really think that it was much... I had fun. I didn't go nearly as much, though. But I think it's for the same reason I didn't have any epic fights. I think it was really cool idea. And initially, I was so excited. But I think everyone was so burnt out by back-to-back mayhem that people didn't really do it. I think they went in and got their ticket and were like, okay, peace out. Like, there, there wasn't a lot of fun on... Well, at least that I encountered on PCNA. Maybe I just went to, was in the wrong campaign every night. I don't know. I can definitely no. see that, though. Like, I, I <laughs> like even the... getting a group together was a little harder because everyone was like, no, I don't want to go back to Cyrodiil. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, um, I had basically the exact same experience, actually, yeah. um, from, from the PlayStation side of things. So... Um, I noticed normally the servers are crammed to the rafters during these things. And like the overflow servers are super a necessity because like you're not going to get into Greyhost. You're not mm-hmm. going to get, mm-hmm. you might barely get into Blackreach. And then it's like, okay, well, here are the overflow servers at this point because it's just like there's so many people. And this time I never had a queue for Blackreach. And I got into Greyhost in three minutes. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, that's borderline less than non-event time for Greyhost. Now, granted, I was doing something I normally don't do, but we had mentioned, well, I back with the um, dungeon patch for the year, which would, I guess, be update 37, uh, where they added the alliance achievements mm-hmm. for get, you know, 100 resources captured get 50 keeps captured kill 1500 players and do 30 of these uh, sort of obnoxious conquest daily things that are time gated and the board sort of doesn't work right because sometimes it gives you another quest and then sometimes it doesn't um and i don't really understand (laughs) how it works um so weird (laughs) it's super weird um but i was like well i want to do all of these at the same time like because i want to just fight for the pact like usual unless there's like a charity incentive for me to be sad um so i was like well if i just have a character on each we can get a little we can get the conquest done each day and then during mayhem i was like we can just wreck house as much as possible which is sort of what i did so i need i basically went with the the bad alliance first. So we went straight to AD to get that done. <laughs> Not even competent. Wow. Um, uh, Lotus. So I uh, re-alliance switched Guaranir back to the Eldmary Dominion. And oh. I just refused to put him on leaderboards because I can't look at that eagle. Um, so... He just can't run VMA or Vatashran anymore. No, I'm no, sorry. I, I think it's you just... wanting to go back to the Dominion is a sign, and you should really search inside <laughs> yourself. 
I, I so, can see that, but why are you bringing me bringing me down with this lotus? I mean, <laughs> it's how you started. Um, do you, so you're soul searching by yourself, man. <laughs> so Guarnier was my AD representation because I figured it would make you happy, Ark. Mm. And then um, the sorcerer that I've been using for the um, Oaken Soul thing that we've been goofing around with and having a ton of fun with, I was like, you know what? We'll put you on DC. Just whatever. So we put them on DC, and I just kept my actual main character on EP. And I would do whatever time allotted I had to tackle whatever. And I learned some interesting things from the three factions over the two mayhems, specifically like this last mayhem where you could just go whatever server you wanted all the time since it was like not that busy, which is awkward. Um, AD, at least, so this is from the PlayStation side of things, and maybe my experience is, you know, let me know if you have different experiences from PlayStation or I guess maybe it's just a mentality thing across all platforms. But AD has a lot of people that don't really know what they're doing. <laughs> like, this isn't actually intended to dunk on AD for once. They just seem like they literally are running all over the place all the time. And sometimes they form into this giant Zerg and just flood through stuff. But it seems more <laughs> accidental than coordinated. <laughs> That's how... AD started, I think, on PCNA. <laughs> like, when okay. I first started, it was literally hurting cats, and everyone dunked yes. on me when I was like, I'm going to learn how to PvP, and they were like, not on the Dominion, you're not, because okay. no one in Dominion does it. However, yeah. now, now, Dominion sweeps almost every map okay. know, on PC. Like, right. they are ridiculous. They have become competitive Okay. So maybe so, they're 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 headed that way. Maybe they're headed that way. So that was my experience with AD. Not that they were necessarily not a threat on the battlefield, that it just was like trying to follow their direction. <laughs> I was like that what is it out, with though. all of you? Like, That's a Dominion vibe. So then the Daggerfall while I was working on their achievements, they are very accepting of each other. They are a like they just generally everybody's GG, like, oh, we took a keep, oh, we defended a keep. Let me say that it's usually, hey, we defended a keep, because everybody just stomps on this faction. Like, they just get wrecked all the time. We never seem to have as many people as anybody else on Daggerfall Covenant. And they really, like, in Greyhost, we had one keep for three days. They couldn't even get out of their home keeps. And we That's did rough. get out of our home keep once. I had like this big push. I was like, ah, oh, okay, you, this is going to be great. You know, I'm going to get a whole bunch of kills. And I did. I really stacked up a ton of kills there. And we got all the way to, I think it was Rails <laughs> uh, or Glade Mist, which is, for anybody not aware of the Cyrodiil map, like right in front of where you start at DC. <laughs> and both AD and EP were like, hell nah, and just team crushed us <laughs> back into our gate <laughs> and i was like wow this is rough and in zone chat people are like not even salty in pvp which is interesting in and of itself they're like making jokes in greyhost where it's like all right everybody prep yourself because this is not going to be pleasant and i'm like are you guys like joking about getting wrecked in a minute like this is so happy-go-lucky over here that's nice um 
So that was um, my take on them. They seem like good players. There's just not enough of them. <laughs> um, and then because I always play as EP, there are we, everybody jokes that we're like the Zerg faction because there's a billion of us. And there are. There are a billion of us. Everybody's just correctly choosing the right faction. Um, we win a lot. Um, that doesn't seem to change. Um, but man, we are just mad all the time. (laughs) People are just like, you know, let's go to rails. And the response is like, F you, I'm not going to rails. I'm going here. It's like, what, why, like, why, why, why so hostile? I don't even understand. And then they take both of the things and we're like, why are we mad about this? Like, and it's like, (laughs) we, the hammer dropped in one of the campaigns I was in. And it was literally just a screaming match in zone about don't let so-and-so get it because he's trash and blah, blah, blah. Followed by us flipping the entire map while people are dunking on somebody. It's like, oh, somebody's first day with the hammer. like, we just took three keeps. What are we so upset about? Like, (laughs) I don't understand. So it's been a very interesting experience, not just playing from the very hostile EP side. (laughs) Um, So that was kind of an interesting thing. And... Since that launched, I actually am down. So I got the AD achievement. I got the DC achievement and I need 22 kills. And I actually have the EP achievement and I'm just, I've got all three of the faction achievements already. So meanwhile, I started fresh in the pack. I have under a hundred kills. Like I couldn't find anybody. (laughs) I was like, this is the worst. (laughs) So my thing was, um, and and I guess like maybe a little tip for people who actually like hunting achievements, they are calculated a little differently than your kill this many Templars or kill this many um, whatever, orcs or, or Nords or whatever. You don't need the last hit. If you get an assist, it counts. Mm. So if there's a Zerg hitting a Zerg, you just throw AOEs into that pile and your kill count goes through the roof as long as you do whatever the threshold is for damage. I have no idea. But like whatever that threshold is, you get the kills toward that 1500 thing. So how many of those are last shots as opposed to assists? I don't know. Um, But on the flip side, it's a lot easier than like kill the hammer wielder where it's like you can do 99% of the damage but if somebody kicks him in the shin they get the kill and you don't um which you know episodes back at this point was the struggle bus of me trying to get that last hit yeah took out the hammer carrier twice now that I don't care (laughs) in an open field because again I have very little self-preservation on the other two factions that I was playing for um I literally ran in with Guaranir there was like I don't know there was the hammer carrier and like five other people i literally ran in dropped a meteor and jabbed the person to death before they moved i'm like where was this when i was trying to do this how powerful did you make guaranir over the years i mean he he's pretty acceptable i mean he's got a couple trifectas and dungeons oh like my God. <laughs> he's, a he's got both arena trifectas yeah i was gonna say he's a templar he's got Templars both are the solo arena trifectas <laughs> so the best it's very useful um so yeah, that that was uh, that was my assessment of playing the other sides. But uh, yeah, kind of along with what you said, this seemed too close together. Like I feel like people were burnt out from the last event, and yeah. even normal PvPers seemed like, Ugh, like nah, we're good. Like that's fine. Hmm. Like I gotta. So 
kudos for Zoss for not forgetting about it, but maybe not back-to-back months. That's a little too close. I understand this was kind of special circumstances, but still. Um, yeah, so that's fine. Like it's <laughs> it, it was fine. Learned. Yeah, maybe 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 not maybe not do that again. I suppose, but um, yeah, whatever. Uh, It's fine. Um, Moving forward, we have the new stuff, including adjustments to uh, what we got with Necrom. We can actually, you haven't been on the show since Necrom's come out, so I was going to say we can talk about some Necrom stuff as well. But um, this is not a content patch. This is the first time they're doing, they have decided to stop with the second set of dungeons. And instead we are getting a giant bug fix quality of life thing. Um, I don't know, Ark, you probably haven't read through 31 pages of patch notes, I wouldn't assume. (laughs) Okay, so you can just give input on any of these that might sound interesting. We are not going to read you 31 pages of patch notes. Aw, we are not? No, we're going to leave that to the Red Diamond Courier who do that stuff. Uh, In (laughs) fact, for update 35, I think it took them four and a half hours over several shows to cover them all because there were so many. Wow, Uh, dedication. So, shout out to our friends at Red Diamond Courier for their inevitable patch notes episode for all of the details we ain't doing that here that's not how this works <laughs> we're doing bullet points of interest um and anything if anybody in chat has anything they find interesting feel free to just let us know uh but yeah we're, we're just gonna do anything of note um the biggest i don't know one that i saw out the gate and i'll bounce it to you and then you can go from there avron um there's a lot of new achievements being added to the game. I know. Yeah. I. <sighs> Downside, though, for yes. players like you and me that are probably going to check most of those boxes immediately. I have not logged on to PTS, but my friend did. And they were like, it is like two to five minutes of just constant pop ups. Pings. <laughs> <laughs> so Goodness I was thinking me. like, oh God, nine years for me of achievements. Like how long <laughs> will I be sitting there and just ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, However, I like the concept because I mean, achievements, you know, I'm an achievement hunter. It makes me do things I wouldn't normally do like PVP. Sure. So it's kind of, I like that they're going back and kind of re-examining some. I think it's a cool idea. Yes. I do too, for the most part. Um, I actually like that some of the new achievements that I thought were interesting, like the collecting the mythics situation. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was cool because um, it's kind of an incentive to do them, even if you're not going to use the mythic. Collecting the mythic uh, from the three new ones from Necrom, each one gave you an achievement, and then for clearing all of the Necrom ones, you got to, like, Group achievement. Like, oh, you got all the mythics from Necrom. Okay, that's kind of cool. They've added a reason to collect the random crap uh, from public dungeons. Um, Like, there were costumes before. They've been doing it with the pets recently. Um, And they've also, which a lot of people don't seem to know about this. It was mentioned, uh, I believe, in Necrom was where it got added. But the first drop of the day when you go, like... The the first, yeah. So until you get your first item drop for the pet or costume or whatever from a public dungeon, 
you have an increased chance of it dropping until you get one. So it makes it, the RNG is less crap. Um, what we found out last night, it's the first one from each public dungeon, not just the first one. Yeah. Oh. So we went one by one through the dungeons and it was like four minutes and we got each of the pet chunks, uh, that uh, the the stone tooth fragment things that you make the the dummy from Greymore from Labyrinthian, which like, is great because that one was obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, obnoxious. Um, so that's really cool. And basically building those, like building the pet squirrel or building the Hajmoda or whatever, the new Necrom chapter had one for you get an achievement if you if you build the squirrel. It sounds weird. Um, <laughs> now they're all gonna have that. So again, incentive to do the stuff that is there for people mm-hmm. who like achievements. Um, I like that stuff. That is, that's good. Like, okay, more reason to go back and maybe fiddle around with that stuff or even make people are aware that it's there. Because <laughs> a lot of times I don't even think, apparently there were ones in Blackwood. Whoosh, had no idea. Um, I hmm. just found out about that the other day. Um, so I did, I did like these new achievements being added to old things. There's classes now as well. They have an Arcanist achievement. Reach level 10 is an Arcanist. Reach level 50 is an Arcanist. Okay, those are your two Arcanist achievements. They've now added it to all of the classes. So if you have all these classes, you just immediately pop them. If you don't, make more classes, I guess. So, okay. There's one I'm excited about, and it's not a new one. It's an adjustment. Because they're adjusting okay. the achievements too. This is I know this. I is bet you actually, know exactly which one I'm talking I about. That I do. I am. I might actually get this achievement now. Merkmeyer Prepper. Okay. There is no way in hell I was gonna do 150 Merkmeyer quest. Like I think I capped out at like 49 and was like, "This is the worst." I re- <laughs> this will be the last achievement I get in the game. Well, they're adjusting it now, so you don't have to actually do that many. I don't know what yeah. the number is going to be, but I'm excited. <laughs> Thank I'm you for did. I'm conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> I'm really conflicted on these adjustments. Um, I'm not. I say power to it. Um, you know, it's like for it, the it, same it, reason, I don't like the idea <laughs> when they nerf dungeons. Mm. Mm. Leave what you made alone and let power creep and time push you past where it becomes a problem. So the thing I have with nerfing dungeons, as we get new items, as we got new CP systems, as we get changes to balance and stuff like that, older dungeons become easier. Older Mm -hmm. trials become easier. And the newer ones, when you're bleeding edge, like the newest thing, that's usually the challenge. Not always, but most of the time, that's closer to your hardest content. Um, Corollary still kind of outdoes the new <laughs> the new trifecta dungeon. Um, Love Corollary. <laughs> but like, I don't really like the idea of nerfing them down, like so that more people can do them, which isn't meant to really be like this elitist language, like, well, get good, scrub. It's not really the point. Just leave it, and eventually, like, people will overpower it. So it's... I always find that it kind of gets nerfed in the long run 
because you start becoming more powerful without overtly nerfing it. Unless the mechanics don't work or something, then that's dumb. Like the, mm-hmm. the lasers in Frost Vault. Okay, yeah, that ended up being a nerf because they didn't work originally. Like, <laughs> So once they worked, the dungeon was a lot easier. That's fine. But I'm like, eh, I don't know. That's a little weird to me. And this one, where it's not even difficulty to doing these, it's literally just dedication. It feels weird to then be like, yeah, so all those people who actually bothered to do 150, okay, well, now it's nine or whatever the hell number Mm -hmm. it is. And I said that really ridiculous number because the other ones that's been adjusted is ridiculous. The trove scamps and treasure scamps. Yeah. A hundred to fifteen. Oh wow! Those I might actually like, get that then. I know, right? <laughs> but then the da- they're also gonna. What did they say? Make it harder so they to find the scamps. So, so they said that they're making mm. them more rare, as if they weren't rare enough. I was gonna S. say, I, yeah, they're pretty rare, and the, I mean, you could <laughs> you could get into a loop, but then the event that you could benefit from was the Imperial City event, where they cut the timer from ten minutes to five minutes. Mm-hmm. So if you had three people mm-hmm. checking each room, just every five minutes you would get one. It was faster than every 10 minutes, whatever. They don't even do the Imperial City event anymore. So who the hell cares? That's super mm. irrelevant. But again, that's one of those ones. It's like, is it hard to kill Trose scamps? No, it's just dedication to do it. Uh, okay. I mean, <laughs> I the one that I'm waiting for is their... Uh, <laughs> sorry that's just every time i love the i have a podcast thing um so the other one uh that i saw and i don't know what the um situation will be and i will find it at least funny from my own perspective because again do i like this i don't know i'm a little i'm a little on the fence at the moment about these adjustment ones but this one will just be funny because it's the ultimate, like, dramatic, uh, what's the gamer slave, a slap in the face? It'll be the ultimate slap in the face that I got 500 defensive kill executions in friggin' battlegrounds. And I'm going to wait for them to be like, yeah, it's not 500 anymore. It's 25 or something <laughs> like that. I will say, though, that given whatever you want to call what's happened to battlegrounds, changes, yeah. Just complete atomic bomb going off. Like yeah. I think so they're gonna be adjusting to the relic and chaos ball metal requirements. And yes. I I think that's actually I'm I'm I mean, I'm a very casual person. We can go into that later, but like I actually sure. like that just from my point of view, because we were talking before the recording, like I can't even get into a damn battleground. <laughs> Never mind, you right. finally get into one and you have to hope that it just so happens to be one of the ones you need an achievement for. Which, yeah, what are the chances it, of that? It's why I basically love the battlegrounds weekend so much because I'm like, cool, this is a mode I need. I will just play this. Like, yeah, and that's I'm like, like, nope, not bothering. Yeah, that's the flip side, but I can't even get into the battleground, so it doesn't yeah. even help me. <laughs> So, so at least lowering it, like to me, even though everyone else has done the deed and ground, grinded it out, like for sure. me, it's like, oh my God, it's finally maybe achievable. So, and I, I know what you're saying. And this is one of the ones where, again, why it's like, I'm a little on the fence about this, but I also do understand it where I'm not just like, oh, screw this, this is a terrible system. 
these numbers, like heal 375,000 points on the Chaos Ball Carrier or whatever. Okay, that's really difficult to begin that's with. That's hard. That's a lot of... It, mainly because, and I actually had brought this up when I was doing this, these achievements do not encourage you to have competitive gameplay. They mm-hmm. encourage you to troll the shit out of your opponent's team so that you can get your achievements, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I sort of felt bad about when we were doing it, but it wasn't going to stop me from doing it because the achievement was in the game and I'm going to do yeah. it. But the the one for do 475,000 damage to the Chaos Ball carrier in a game of Chaos Ball, that is absolutely outrageous as a requirement for anybody who doesn't not to do 475,000 damage you need to do it to an active chaos ball carrier which is very specific mm-hmm. they need to not win so that the time limit of the match matters you need to have other people not doing it they need to not die because they need to be able to do it your team needs to not win the match so you can't even touch the stupid objective you need to intentionally let the other team get it or because you're a real piece of crap like me, you get the person wedged against a wall and you keep doing uh, the, uh, what's the Templar thing when you dive and push them over? Oh, the uh, the charge. Yeah, the charge. So Toppling I just, charge. Toppling mm. charge. So I found, some, like, the, the guy got away from the group and I toppling charged them and they got they fell behind a mushroom in um, <laughs> in that cave battlegrounds map and i just jabbed them but never enough to kill them and they thought i was trying to kill them so they're healing and then once their health got too low i stopped and they started trying to run and i toppling charged them back in the corner and i'm like nah son you're staying put and i'm getting my thing and i've got the video somewhere i suppose i should actually i shouldn't post it because i look like an asshole because i am but (laughs) somebody came in to try to like help at one point and i like from the other team and i just meteor struck the crap out of them and was like no you need to die you can't do any damage to this person you're gonna screw it up and then back to toppling charge on this poor dude stuck in the corner and i just jabbed them until i got it um and other people were distracted enough it was a mix of luck me being obnoxious the other person not having the ability to get free but also being good enough to stay alive like it felt more me trying to just breed an obnoxious situation than me actually being good and staying mm. on the objective. And there's been a lot of those. Uh, the healer achievements like that. Like, there's a lot of stuff like that. And also, healing was nerfed in PvP a long time ago where you could do more healing before. You can't do that anymore. So healing used to be also stronger. So I kind of get it as well. It's just, it's weird for those who did it the correct way, as opposed to, like, <laughs> like the way the achievement was. I'm, like, you fulfilled the achievement for whatever. It's weird that then it's not the same achievement. Like, I guess it's kind of like, we'll make a new one then. Like, they you just don't get the obnoxious one. Just put in a different one and make it not obnoxious or something. Like... I I don't know. I'm a little I'm a little on the fence about the the adjusted achievements things because then it kind of makes me wonder. It's like, well, okay, well, why can't God Slayer have 35 minutes? Why not 30? <laughs> like, but <laughs> see, that's why I think I'm okay with these ones because I think at the end of the day, like, mm-hmm. I mean, and I'll I'll own up. I do not have the gumption to do any 150 Merkmeyer. 
Like, oh hell no, yeah, no way. There's and mm-hmm. I, I still people like I have a character. What is the matter with me? Like, yeah, they're like <laughs> I have a character. I'll share them all with you. Six a day, seven a day, yeah. however many. And it's like no, that's not the point. Like the point is, I the refuse is, to is do awful. it because it's ridiculous. I will go do every other achievement before I will do. I will have a god slayer before I have yeah, a yeah, fire yeah. prepper. Just rejecting like, you know? it on principle, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like in my opinion. And I, like, I am the kind of player where I come from, like, getting more people to do things is kind of, like, I'm okay with that. But um, I feel like these adjustments are for things that, like, don't really, I don't want to say that they don't matter, but it's, like, they're not nerfing the god slayers. Like, there's still things that are, I think, reasonably a challenge that are still going to be a challenge for like the end game. Cause when you start nerfing end game, then there's nothing for us to do. So then that's different, but like who cares about Merc Meyer prep for like, if you did the 150 OG, congratulations. I think you're incredible. Cause I am not, but like, Incredible is an interesting word I, for some of the achievements. I've done. I mean, you're a little, I, I appreciate you're a little it. crazy too. Yeah. But like yeah. let's go with incredible, but like, you know, like I, just, and this was me, like if I had it, like I wouldn't feel like that takes I don't know like See, to me funny. it doesn't take anything away because it's and like this is such a meaningless achievement other than bragging right right and that's actually kind of my point which is kind of weird because this sounds like a thing where it's like well I did it the hard way yeah honestly I don't care like I, it's it's why I'm like <laughs> when people are like well I did that dungeon before I got ner- before I got nerfed I'm like who cares like whatever because yeah. we like. We, we've done that with several things where it's like we did them like right out the gate and people were like, oh, well, you at least did it when it got nerfed. I was like, I don't care. People are complaining that when people do stuff, people are complaining that my comp didn't make sense and stuff like that. I was like, if you want to get that nitpicky, you shouldn't use anything that wasn't out when that was originally used. Because Amen. It, it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, you you used all oaken sorks because it's always going to just be a hot topic apparently mm. you used all oaken sorks to to do this trial okay well you used a necromancer and that wasn't out during the mavlerkage so you <laughs> cheated too like i don't know what to tell you like if you want to get that nitpicky you're just drawing arbitrary lines i mainly for this it's just it seems weird to bother changing these so much as just like eh i mean I can understand them changing their mentality away from just grind, 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 because that's literally what these are. They're just grinding. Like, except for the single game ones, which are a little weird because, like, that's not grinding. That's just the healing system used to be different, and they were originally still super aggressive. Like, um, it's just like, I don't know. It feels like just maybe going forward, don't make obnoxious, grindy things. But does it bother (laughs) me that much? Eh, Not really. It just feels weird, I guess I would say. I kind of think that's what they've done, though. Like, I really think if you look at, like, the last several DLC slash dungeon achievements, I think overall they have been less grindy. I think this is more about applying that mentality, which I think has kind of become ESO. Like, I I always say ESO is the adult MMO because there's not really much (laughs) you grind for. It respects your time because we ain't got time to do anything. It went from a game that literally didn't respect your time at all at launch to a game that hyper respects your time. Exactly. Well, you can only get this drop so many times before you get the correct one and stuff like that for gear. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. Or transmutation. (laughs) Like, remember. Transmutation. Never mind the table. 
Right. Is, is you know? your RNG the literal worst? Well, yeah. now you can just eventually get there. It's like, so I like, love that stuff. Yeah. And I think they're just, they're going back and they're looking at achievements that I think like if you talked to people that were like, I think mostly oh, the let casual, me also say, like they're just applying it. I think the ones it. that I'm bringing up are poorly designed achievements. Oh yeah. That's why <laughs> so they're like, changing them. Right. And it's almost like, I think they should just be, I, I mean, I guess they're trying to make it relevant. So that's the point. So I, I do get it, but it's like one of those things where it's like, eh, if it's there, just leave that shit by the wayside. It's just like, these ones are just crap. And if you, if you're really unhinged, you probably will go for these. But if you're, <laughs> if you're normal, you're not <laughs> like, you're not going to do this. Calling out every person with Mer- Meyer Prepper. As of this podcast, right yep. there. <laughs> that's fine. I, hey, I'm in the crew. Like, I'd, I've got my Merck Meyer Prepper. I actually think I got Merck Meyer Prepper in a month. I did You're all crazy. six every day. Yeah, like, I hated it. God. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, all the new stuff. Big fan of, um, like you said, it sounds like an overload of all the stuff that you're gonna pop if you're really into this stuff. But um, yeah, I really like that. Um, is there anything? that stuck out in the notes specifically that you saw that you were like, oh my God, I love slash and or maybe hate this or am super interested in this. Oh, I, I should have taken notes. <laughs> it's, it's, <fine. laughs> it's like, hold on, there's so many things. I could throw um, out another one quick just for opinions because I'm not for, for or it. against. I'm interested. <laughs> what is that? They're changing trifocus on how it hits which is the destro passive okay it will not continuously tick um and hit all targets you will get like an increased amount of damage on the final tick of it um which i'm i don't know a little i want to see how it plays because they just messed with like the way the one bar builds are working for people and less on me because actually I've kind of found I I still really really like the one bar builds um and they work pretty similar but I've been enjoying kind of doing some other like just normal two bar setups as well recently I hope that after getting these to be so useful to so many people and getting them into end game that they don't then go and be like all right well time to just fiddle for the sake of fiddling and screwing this up for a lot of people who have enjoyed these, uh, myself included. Um, but from beyond myself being included, for people who literally weren't able to get into endgame stuff prior to these, this has given them more access to that. I hope they don't just keep fiddling with this and nerfing it back and nerfing it back and nerfing it back. Like, I mean, maybe this isn't a nerf, but it it sounds kind of like a nerf. <laughs> So I think the one thing every p- person can agree with is please we don't need any more combat changes. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and that's I think kind everyone of, has whiplash all so the time. Yes. So that's kind of what I mean is like the that one is just I feel like a pretty topical thing for most people uh because so many people use it. <laughs> but yeah, like my thing is kind of just leave the combat alone. Mm-hmm. I've really been enjoying you leaving the combat alone. It's just 
I, I don't want them to get back to these like sweeping changes. That was what burnt me out. And when they stagnated on the combat changes was when I started to have fun doing combat related things again. Don't start that again. Like just let <laughs> let it be. Unless something's wildly out of whack, like I don't know, the existence of Dark Convergence, for example. Like just <laughs> like the fact that that set exists, you could just like delete it. That'd be great. Like <laughs> I don't know, something like that. But maybe, you know, don't mess anymore with people's, like, things that aren't completely off the rails. Mm-hmm. Um, combat, uh, I mean, Craglorn trial sets was actually brought up by Luki in chat. Did you see the difference in that? I don't know how often anybody runs Craglorn trials. Um, I have it in a while, but... So they're basically putting them in alignment with the other ones where you don't just get automatic gold jewelry. Oh, oh man! Yeah, I know. I so feel wait, like how, that was a collective. Oh man! What's that change? You, now, so now, if you do vet, you get purple. Oh shoot! Do, okay. Yeah, and there's like a chance for gold. I believe it is. So my chromium grain. I know. So instead of just being able to print chromium grains, <laughs> you you can't. Dang. You can't. Yeah. You can't. It's like when chromium. they nerfed the heavy sack count in Selene's web, and we were all yes. like, "Oh man!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So wait, is um, is yeah. at least hard mode give you a guaranteed gold, or is that also a chance? Uh... That's a good question. Let me see if it's in there. I feel like... Yes, also, but on the flip side of that, the thing Luki was talking about, actually, that you get curated drops in there, too. I I was looking at the the chromium change, but I was going to (laughs) say, there's also a good thing to it where you get the curated drops properly because Mm. originally the Craglorn trials all were hodgepodged. Now they're split specifically into, I believe it's four sets for each trial. Oh, so the 12 sets I see. that would add up. So yes. So also on sense. a very good factor to that, you get the curated drops applied mm-hmm. to it, which is great. Um, big, big, big fan, big fan of that. Um, yeah. Actually, I didn't even see this one in the notes. Gwen mentioned companions auto resummon yeah. after a banker or merchant. Era. That's, very convenient because I screw that up constantly and then wonder why they're not leveling. Um, no, I think that's going to be nice. So now when you do, mm. you have a companion out and then you dismiss your banker, merchant, Gilladil, whatever, right. your companion is just going to come right back. You don't have to go through the summoning process again. I think that's a great quality yep. of life thing. That is, that's a Hands fantastic down. quality of life thing, actually. And now um, I can place furnishings from my inventory, which is great <laughs> for decorators. Yes, that's another really useful one because I will stuff. I, like, I need to be in the root mood for uh, homestead stuff. So I just put it wherever there's space. Yep. And then I need to try to track all this crap down when I'm like, all right, you know what? I feel like doing some housing. And I'm like, I don't know where any of this stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have no idea. <laughs> it's like, is it in my bank? Did I put it in a house? Is it in my inventory? Is it on a different character? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. no, I, I like that idea quite a bit, too. Um, oh, apparently there's crown store furnishings in preview home, to preview in homes, too. That's interesting. See, I never, I guess not never touch the crown store when it relates to housing, but... <laughs> essentially never touch the crown store <laughs> in regards to homestead stuff. Um, yeah. the um, I've heard a lot of people are a little underwhelmed 
um, from what I've been seeing with the like all that's coming because it's not actual stuff to do. Yeah. It's stuff that's there. <laughs> but I, I kind of feel like this is the inevitable problem of they can't the, scaling all the way back to a while ago when the big thing was they should just take a year off and do bug fixes <laughs> and stuff. I mean, we'll see how this much is this is the reaction after literally like one quarter, though. Like, could you yeah. imagine a year of them not mm. doing anything? Like, it's it's why that is an unfeasible statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, mainly for this, I think it's people who are just hoping for some other stuff or whatever, and that's fine. I mean, this seems like a lot of stuff. Maybe you know, it just didn't align with. It's a decent amount of stuff I like. Um, so I'm I'm pretty excited for it. But again, it's one of those things where you can only tackle so many things. Mm-hmm. And some of them will resonate with people. Some of them won't resonate with people. I, I don't know if you've tried the fish mm. filleting thing. I love it. It's the greatest. It's you just so jam good. them all into the provisioning station and just like grind them up like a blender. Grinder. Yeah, it's amazing. Big fan of that. I mean, if, if, um, if this update, like, if this makes actual um sort of like noticeable changes to how the game plays in terms of bugs and problems that you know people yes. encounter then people i believe will start making peace with this idea of having a quarter just for quality of life and bug fixes right until then i i imagine people because i mean it's eight nine years of just getting content all the time <gasps> Yes, so nonstop. Like... Yeah, and that's that's what I don't understand when people are like, "This is so underwhelming." We're getting major quality of life improvements. How <laughs> dare! It's like there has been more so than any other MMO out mm. there. Like ESO constantly gives us stuff to do. Con- it's nonstop. Like it, it really is. And that's why people who start are usually pretty overwhelmed, right? Which yeah. is nice too because like, ah. they're doing quest suppression now. Eh? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, which but. That I think is a, a that's a note. great. Yeah, th- so that's one of the things where veterans of the series, uh, we've been here for a long, long time. It's something that I think is kind of being overlooked a lot by uh, a lot of us. Who it's like, well, yeah, we've already done this, or we know how to manage this. But it's like the quest suppression and kind of streamlining some of the ways you get to things um, at at the start of you joining mm-hmm. and beginning ESO, I think that's going to make the onboarding process less overwhelming to people, which if you're already here, that does not matter to you. So we won't benefit from that, but new players will, which I think is a good thing because on the last episode, we had talked about player retention and like, Yes, the the big thing is a lot of times player retention of long-term players, not new players. But if you could make the new players continue to have a good experience right out the gate, even if they're just questers, that's, I think, the demographic they're looking for. And it will, with the amount that's in the game, it aligns with the idea that I had mentioned where I think they're more concerned about getting casual players to play ESO rather than, you know hardcore people whether it's raids or pvp or achievement lunatics or whatever Mm -hmm. those people get some stuff or whatever but we are not the major demographic that they're looking to hit um 
And if they make the onboarding process when you get started less abrasive, I think that's the group they want to keep kind of there, which is, I think, more of what their focus is going forward. I think that's really like a lot of this is fixing longstanding issues mm-hmm. um, that turn new players away rather than <sighs> sounds kind of mean, but rather than worry too much about the people who have been here anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like that I mean, sounds kind of crappy, but like it's fair. It, it it's kind of, I think yeah. what the situation is um, like if you aren't depressed and the, your favorite part of the game is PVP and you're still here, I don't know what's going to turn you away from PVP at this <laughs> point. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, it's it's not that they shouldn't get stuff, but I think it just is where the priorities are. Not that they don't plan to ever do anything with it, but it's just in the in the hierarchy of importance. I just think that it's like that's why Cyrodiil tends to kind of not get that much attention or battlegrounds or, you know, the raid thing is definitely popular, but. It seems like a lot of the stuff for the, you know, trifecta crowd and stuff like that. It's it's pretty niche anyways, and I'm not sure how much they care about pushing people into that. Which, mm. I mean, whether you think that's a good strategy or not, I'm not really here to debate that. I don't work at Zoss, so I don't really... It's whatever, you know? It's just, yeah. it's the take I've been getting from some of their direction um, so far. No, I think... I think in a way ESO is unique for two things too because like I I started ESO got me into MMOs so I started playing other ones like so I'll use Final Fantasy 14 as an example right that's completely linear like you log in there's one main quest you do it you go to main quest two like ESO as a new player I can't even imagine like starting now with Necrom you have nine Mm. years of possibilities and no direction it's like go wherever you want like pick a zone Sure. That has to be overwhelming. Like, I think as a streamer, a lot of the new questions I get is like, where do I even start? Mm -hmm. So I think narrowing down the possibilities is helpful. And like, but at the same time, the choice is what makes ESO so unique because it is a very big choice MML, like down to even your class. Like your class doesn't dictate your role. That's like super novel for an MMO. So like you can't, have new players if they're so overwhelmed in the beginning that they're not staying mm-hmm. like Ag- I mean, agreed even, and go ahead even, even from my point of view so i haven't done much since so i have i stopped playing the story with blackwood i didn't even start the blackwood storyline i did a bunch of stuff with blackwood and then i never even touched high isle except the card game and now there's necrom that i haven't even bought yet and now that I have like two, three chapters piled up, even though I have seven, eight years of like almost full time ESO experience, I I am dreading launching Elder Scrolls Online right now because I have three chapters that I have no idea about, and I don't want to jump straight into Necrom, so I feel like I have to go back to Blackwood. But then it's gonna be absolute chaos. So it's like even even as a veteran right. experienced player. ESO is overwhelming. If you miss like a year, it's suddenly like, oh god, where, what am I doing now? How how do you <laughs> yeah, even like, do what happened? Like, <laughs> that's also why I like that there's not a like a DLC, a story continuation quarter four because I feel I haven't even started Necrom's story yet. Yeah, I, I haven't feel either. Zero pressure. I haven't even done the prologue. 
oh, the prologue's good. You should do it. But I, I, yeah, oh, I like, want to do all of it. I just haven't had time. Yeah, so but I've been like ju- I don't I've been feel, bouncing around other stuff. I don't feel the pressure. Like it used to be like I have to do it by the end of quarter three because quarter four the story's continuing. Ah, oh, like that was the year one model thing, and now it's yeah. like I can just I do a quest here and there. Like, and by that I mean like the side quest because I sure. do that before mm-hmm. main questing. But it's like I don't feel any pressure. It is so nice as like even a veteran player because with like events and everything, it's it's very easy to to feel like I have to do this, I have to do mm-hmm. that, and then content creators are like I have to rush through it so I can make content. Like I feel yeah. zero pressure. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like. It's like yeah, a recharging I, quarter. Yeah, and I'm I'm so okay with it. Yeah, I know. I I kind of am too because again, like even it's got stuff to un- I I'm curious if some of these achievements, I guess we'll be finding out. I'm curious if this will unlock any stuff cuz Nephus did a mm. data mine video that I found interesting. Um on there's a lot of Craglorn stuff and it's like it'd be neat if some of that stuff unlocked with this deluge of new achievements that's coming mm. out. I don't know if it is. Um but I mean people like that stuff. So yeah. like it'd be neat if like oh well we added stuff to unlock in the old stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm. so it's like it's it's a way of freshening up. That would be cool if that's kind of some of the reasoning behind freshening up some of this old stuff as well. Um because it give you a reason to do it if you wanted the stuff and you're a long-term player because obviously you either have it or it incentivize you to do it or you're a new player and it gives you a direction right out the gate as opposed to jumping into the new things that will unlock whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I, I definitely, I, I don't know. I don't feel like it's lacking necessarily. Obviously, they can cover more stuff. I'll just be mainly curious how it feels because of all the bug fixes, more than the mm. achievements and stuff like that, and the the the, the sum balance changes, um, which, again, a little bit is okay. Just keep it reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I'll be, since since bug fixing and stuff like that, um is is a focus they kind of need to land that part too because the game i mean all all these they've definitely gotten and rightfully so in a lot of aspects a, a decent amount of flack for a lot of performance issues that have happened over the years and they've definitely been trying to take some strides for stuff and i um i, I was joking before we actually started recording that um yeah, my Cyrodiil performance is actually, um, I'm not sure it's ever been worse, personally, which is weird to say, because I know originally everybody loved the new server thing, and I, I think a lot of people still love the new server thing, um, and you know, like, we had a tech issue in the middle of the show, maybe it's just some weird situation, like, it coincided we got new servers, but they're doing line work in my area, so it's like I'm falsely attributing it to ESO. Who the hell knows? Um, my PvE is pretty good. My PvP... Uh, I've never hard frozen in PvP that I could remember. And I think it happened three times during this last mid-year, during keep fights and mm. stuff like that. Um, so that was like really different, not even like a, a lag spike. It was just game froze in place and it froze on whatever note of sound effect was coming through at the time, which was horrific oh, God. I because hate it's, when like, that happens. it's like, oh my God, like what is happening? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, wasn't a huge fan of any of that. Um, 
But yeah, if they if they get a lot of bug fixes down to make a lot of the stuff just work better, I think it would also make the, a lot of the, the things that people long struggle with more enjoyable. Like, you know, we were messing around with strangling cowardice last night, uh, which is a weird, weird achievement for the hard mode of Moon Hunter Keep. It has nothing really to do with doing so Moon Hunter weird. Keep. It's really bizarre, and it's really it's a lot of coordination. Um, and we got it eventually, but the fact that this, does anybody know when Moon Hunter Keep came out? Well, like the forever ago. Oh it, my gosh. It is such an old dungeon pack. Moon Hunter Keep. That's, that's the one with the wolves, right? The yes. And March of Sacrifices. It was the Wolf March Hunter of... DLC. I, I got you. Called. Hold on. It came out. I want to say 2017. Just through that it. Seemed, I, I, I feel like that could. I feel like that might be. Oh that might be right, Ark. Are you ESP? Yeah. I'm trying to find <laughs> it. As we fail, like um, things. I was going to say, as we fail the USP on the yeah. UESP podcast. <laughs> I got it. I got it. It came okay. out in 2018. Okay, oh, so you're okay. close, Ark. So, so <laughs> five years ago, right? That final hard mode is still bugged. It does oh, it not still do that. the does it the still do the three Tra- symbols? Oh yes. my god! <laughs> like, come on! Well, how long has the injured boss fight been bugged? I don't know if it happens on console, but on PC, the stealth it, randomly borks out, so you can't get that achievement. In, I still yes. don't have it. <laughs> so much like the the moon uh, the moon hundred thing, sometimes it works. The run we got our strangling cowardice on. We had four symbols and we're like, oh my God, we don't need to freak out and try to guess. <laughs> like, so we were then like, oh my God, we really need to maximize this and nobody die because we're going to screw this up on the mm-hmm. one that it were. But yeah, same thing. The, the, the stealth thing. It's not that you can't get it. You just need to keep doing the dungeon until it doesn't screw up. Yeah. That's not <laughs> great. Like, so, so if like, if they can make stuff like that consistently work, I think that's mm. great. Like, and I think it's worth it. But it's like, if stuff like this remains and we just don't get two dungeons, it's like, okay, is that yeah. like better? <laughs> so like, that's for- going to be a thing when it'll remain to be seen when we actually get the content. Mm-hmm. For like, us, we, we got used to those type of bugs and sort of like push through it or power through it. Yeah. But for a new player in an environment where you have Final Fantasy, Guild Wars, uh, Diablo, even though it's not an MMORPG, like the competition yeah. is a, a new lot higher <laughs> now. And and there are a whole bunch of new MMOs also keep like pushing out every year. So the competition is a lot higher than it was between 2014 to right. I don't know like 18-ish, for sure. maybe 17. So Yep, definitely. I can has like Oh, go ahead, Ark. No, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, ESO has a weird challenge, too, because a lot of players that I run into are still, like, my boat, where they came to it expecting more of an Elder Scrolls single-player type game, Mm. and they're like, oh, it's an MMO, and it plays completely different. So they're already trying to, like, bridge that gap, and Mm. it's hard for some people, you know? So you have, like, the MMO players who came for an MMO, but you have, like, a big swath of player base that is established Elder Scrolls people mm-hmm. or Skyrim players looking for that experience and it's totally different so it's like 
And I think mm. that's maybe because I've been thinking about this with like because there's some pretty diverse opinions in the community on certain stuff. Um, and I feel like it's weird because a lot of times I'm just like, eh, I don't know. I don't really have like a strong opposition to this or when things don't matter to me. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, but it it doesn't necessarily need to just be for me. One of the things I did come in here solely for the name Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. And I thought the Same. game was not very good at launch. Um, and then... I tried it again because some other people I knew were trying it out on console and I liked it. And then I one Tamriel dropped and I was like, okay, now I really like this because it feels like Elder Scrolls with friends as opposed to an MMO with an Elder Scrolls paint job splatted on mm. top of it. And the thing is, people seem to fall into like one of three kind of camps uh, the more I've just seen, and, and there's obviously grades of like how much you fall into each of them, but there's the single player Elder Scrolls people, there's the MMO people, and there's the people who like a little of both. Mm-hmm. And I, it seems like a lot of the casual people uh, who just like the single player Elder Scrolls games. They're perfectly fine jumping in, jumping out, just doing stories, or they're like, eh, I don't know, all this MMO stuff is weird type of thing. That's totally fine. And then I'll, there's a decent chunk of people who are big into the MMO side and want them to lean into the MMO side. And it seems like ESO kind of likes this middle ground where it's like, yeah, it's a, it's mm. a little of both. And I think it's just enough MMO that I... I because I've actually seen and tried a couple other MMOs based on recommendations, and I've come to the conclusion that I don't like MMOs. <laughs> um, so if it goes more MMO, that's not necessarily a selling point to me. And this was a thing back when Ag was on the show and stuff like that. He mm. liked the MMO aspect. Yeah. like, And that was more their thing. Now, I like the idea more of just like Elder Scrolls with my friends. Mm. One example of like, like that's why I like grouping and doing stuff, but like, yeah, it doesn't need to be the only focus. Like, I also like the, sing- the like the single player aspects to the game and stuff like that. But the biggest one, which was added, they've been changing incursions to try to make them more interesting and not just the same dark anchor style thing. And we had the Oblivion portals with Blackwood where it just turned into like this sort of dungeon thing and everybody just, there were a billion people and they just obliterated everything mm-hmm. instantly or whatever. <laughs> and the Bastion Nimics, I think, are really cool. It's I the love new them. one from Necron, right? I think they're really cool. There's some secrets hidden in them. They're a lot of fun. Um, they're ch- more challenging than most overworld stuff tends to be. However, I don't like the fact that you can't bring more than four people in Mm. it's 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 four or less and i'm like well okay but there's six of us just running around doing world bosses and stuff well i guess we'll break into two teams of three like it's like if it's a if it's your group building i could i wish it was just instanced up to group max yeah granted it used to be 24 now it's 12 but why why if it's a group that we're making can't we go in with seven well it'll be too easy okay whatever it's my group who gives a crap well scale it like 
or or <laughs> yeah jack up the difficulty if you need sure because it doesn't scale like it's just mm -hmm. i've done them solo and i've done them with four people i've done them with literally every amount of people one two three and four um it takes forever to solo them as far as i'm mm -hmm. concerned because i i don't know M not so much that it's super hard to do them um when i did it but there's so many stuns and then the one bastionimic thing with the seeker who doesn't work right i don't know if you've experienced that with the mind control thing it's oh. kind of a weird mechanic where it's like a mind control thing where you slowly walk toward eat, him the eat devour brain one, devour two. brain it's one of the best named skills in the game devour yeah that brain. hit me by the way in my recap i was like i'm sorry excuse me what yeah, yeah. <laughs> big fan of the name devour brain not a fan of how that boss is just a mess <laughs> um because you're supposed to interrupt him before like somebody gets pulled toward him and he devours brain and if he's linked to to a bunch of you from my understanding that's supposed to blow up the people that didn't get bashes on their mind link okay fine in theory that's great problem it doesn't work like that sometimes he just blows everybody up for no reason whatsoever and you have to restart the encounter which is really really annoying Mm -hmm. And a couple of people tried to explain like, well, what, our approach has literally been all four of us weave interrupts into our moveset just so he can mm -hmm. never not be interrupted. And we still had one where he just deleted all four of us instantly. And I'm like, nope, I don't like this. Like, I like it in concept, but something is acting weird in that boss mm -hmm. fight. And one of the people in the party was like, oh, well, I, they had they had never apparently seen that before. Um and and they were like, oh well, you must have just done it wrong. And I'm like, okay, sure, maybe maybe we just did it wrong. Fine. I was like, I really think it's a little glitchy though. And they weren't trying to be condescending. I mean, they're one of my buddies, but like, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm happy to say I did something wrong, and that's why we died. But if I can't figure out why I died, and something's acting weird, my assumption is maybe it's a bug, unless somebody mm. can show me why it, it because sometimes it's just oh i didn't see that perfect mm -hmm. i'm glad you showed me now i've got a fix in that situation i was like i think this one's a little buggy he's like i don't know i've never encountered that i think i you guys must have just missed it or something followed by his, the boss coming toward us us bashing him and him being invisible the entire rest of the fight and i'm like oh so. great <laughs> and he's like all right so the boss is buggy i was like thank you it's <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> so i was just like i i was very glad on the timing of all of that because i was like so what was that again and he That's was like perfect. all right so that doesn't make any sense but all right <laughs> it's not supposed to do that. that i know it's not supposed to do that yeah Amazing. um but yeah stuff but yeah like so that, it's like i don't know oh sorry yeah but no no that, that's really it it's like yeah yeah stuff like that could put like it's not gonna make us leave the game but i can imagine a player who's been into the game maybe a couple weeks time yeah and doing their first dungeon or something like that and running into bugs like that they might just alt f4 and never return right and so. even if they have the patience to get through one or two yeah well, what about three what if they have a bad streak of getting a bunch of bugs mm -hmm. like what what if it happens five times in a mm -hmm. row it's like that's not so. great like so not having that stuff potentially be there, I think, is a huge, huge benefit to the game and mm. the community of potential players, um, which is why I, I'm pretty hopeful that they land all these changes. Mm. And as much as I love the dungeons, we can take a break from Dungeons and Trials for a little bit. We've got plenty. I got catching up to do anyway. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I am behind on my hard modes. Um, yeah. 
I think I I think the last one we attempted was the coral area, the one with the swirling water. I love mechanic. that one. Ooh. That I, I've done all the hard modes up factor. until that. And then update 35 happened before we got to clear uh coral area and then yep. we Kinda were no yeah, we disbanded, yes. Like <laughs> that is a that is a brutal hard mode as well as uh, that trifecta was rough. I can't even imagine um, the trifectas. It's like, uh, that the, there, there's two trifectas the, I can't imagine doing. Um, Stone Garden. <laughs> you can do it. You can do no, it. No, I, I, that dungeon <laughs> broke me. As a tank, I hated everything about that final fight. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, and the then Coralary. Like, uh, yeah, Coralary is a lot. Coralary um, is tough. There's a lot of RNG management in that where like, well, the waves are here while well, you get this. And uh, in our in our trifecta video that we put up where we started, you know, my new group, we people had asked for it. We we let our <laughs> everybody was cool with it. So we have our voices from our voice chat in the videos now, as opposed to just not, which a lot oh, of nice. trifecta videos, they play music or whatever. Ours is our dialogue. And I think people thought that we, we might have some good ec- explanations to what's going on <laughs> no we're just morons like that's <laughs> it is just us like oh, i'm dying and stuff like that and <laughs> us like dunking on each other for being in the wrong position so you're not gonna learn anything from us but we've been told that they're pretty entertaining and with coral airy it, it's like it's weird and especially weird because we didn't use a healer for any of the dungeons that we do anymore. We we use this Oaken Soul thing mm. uh, that we've been goofing with because we thought it was fun. And then with all the heal check dungeons, we're like, maybe we can do it without them. And <laughs> we managed to in kind of weird ways, uh, like the Bell Sunner one with the massive heal check at the end. Oh my uh, gosh, seriously. <laughs> so we actually, in ours, we had a bunch of like hots dropped in the middle and we actually had the absorb barrier. Uh, I'm sorry, the absorb negate, like the sork negate. Mm. We rotated timing on negate circles in the middle because you heal while being in them. And that was how we got through the heal check, which we were also told that's cheating, but you know, we do <laughs> what we want. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just it. It's like, um, I think we got a good amount of dungeons and there's so many, like... Honestly, other than the occasional bugs with them, I've never heard anybody be like, I don't like the dungeons or the trials in Elder Scrolls yeah. Online. Like, everybody loves yeah. the dungeons and the trials. Like, Dungeon Finn's team, team is consistent. off the charts good, yeah. Yeah, I never hear anything bad about dungeons. Mm-hmm. Like, it, even when people are griping over, like, how hard corollary hard mode is, Balsunar's heel check, what the heck are you doing, right? It's that always followed by, yes. yeah, it's always followed by, this is so fun, this is so good, or I'm yeah. going to get this. This is actually, like, really well designed. And, yep. like, that's why I don't care about all the changes and stuff to, like, achievements and, and everything we talked about in the beginning. Because it's like, there's right. so much challenge already in the game like yeah there's so much to do as well yeah like there's there's like someone today was in my stream was like well what do i do i'm like oh my god you could do whatever you want like there's so many options it's overwhelming like put it on a board and throw a dart like it's just like there's so (laughs) much to do and if you somehow are feeling that you have done everything in eso that you are so upset that 
there's not going to be any new content. This is a good reminder that it's okay to leave the house. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, that's go and try thing. some new stuff. As much as Elder Scrolls is my favorite series, um, it is one thing that I, I don't know. It seems heresy to some, but like, if I ever, I've never actually gotten completely to a hundred percent of all the achievements type of thing. I've no. done, but like, <laughs> You can, if you want to help other people, you can still stay, play the game and help others. If mm. you don't, you can take a break. It doesn't mean the downfall of the game. Um, and I, I guess I, I guess it's a a different mentality than some, where it's like, well, no, this needs to be my only one. Where it's like, I guess I've never really thought that because, again, MMOs really aren't that for me because i don't like mmos i guess so maybe that's a weird perspective as opposed to some people where it's just like oh i gotta play this i was like well no i just play this as long as it's fun like if if i'm ever burned like after update 35 i didn't do a like let's burn the bridge and have a mass exodus i was just like eh i don't think i'm gonna really prog for a while i think i'll just do some story stuff to keep up to it and then i'll just play something else in the meantime so i did yeah (laughs) that was it Granted, that thing was Daggerfall because I don't know. Because <laughs> you're weird. Yeah, because I'm weird. But, you know, details, details. Yeah, and, like, that's, I think that's, like, a really good point, too. Like, if the whole point of ESO, and honestly, in, like, 99% of cases from the, the my years of playing, like, how I got into group content, how other people did, and how they became those, like, long-term vet players, it's because a more experienced player helped me get into group content anyway. So, like... If you want people to stay in the game, take the people that are interested in staying and like introduce them to the MMO experience, the end game things. Like right. go in a dungeon with a friend, like or bring a new guildmate into a dungeon. Like the things you do to build that up are going to be better for the long run of the community anyway. So if you're really worried about longevity and player base, like do your part in building up people and being right. like, great, you're an Elder Scrolls fan. Well, guess what? You want to run Frungle Grotto 1? Like, let yeah. me show you a dungeon. Or, hey, let's go in a public dungeon or, or something that's just a little more challenging. Because I think that's like, it's really where ESO's strength is from. It's it's the community kind of circling back around and being like, hey, you're new or you're coming back. Or, oh, you've never done a dungeon. Super cool. Let me show you a build. Eat this food. Let's go. Have some yeah. fun. And it goes from there. And it was why I was pretty sad with the whole kind of debacle of Update 35 with the just the the change that broke fucking a lot of people's back (laughs) where it was just like, oh, my God, no more combat changes, especially more overhauls. I feel really bad because Nephis had started that awesome Project Vitality thing, which was getting people involved in the game. And it seemed like it had so much interest and it just crushed it (laughs) because so many people burnt out and they're like now's my time for a break or i Mm. quit like i i'm going with the reasonable like "Eh, i'll go on a break as opposed to like the dramatic like exodus but a lot of people myself included were like not right now i think i'm good like this is just too much too many Mm. overhauls this is just exhausting and it just took all of the wind out of those sails which really does suck because i think that project was awesome and meant really well and was going to help get a lot of people into stuff like you had said that maybe they hadn't tackled before so it was like the timing on that was 
unfortunate because mm, I, yeah. I feel much in that regard, that's a well-established endgame player trying to help everybody in and kind of scrub some of the, oh, you need 100k DPS to go into, you know, a Craglorn trial. It's like, bruh. <laughs> when you don't at all. No, uh, you Not don't. Not even nearly that much. No, so... Um, yeah, so that's just it. It's like, hopefully, I don't know. I have high hopes as, um, the year of all the stuff I want seems to continue. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic on this one, um, with some of the new stuff and hopefully the combat changes, they don't seem too over the top and hopefully they're just kind of like, they'll let people's play style that they've been enjoying, be it mine or somebody else's maintain. Like mm. that's really the only concern I have there. By the way, is the uh, endless dungeon thing out yet, or is that Q4? Q4. That's Q4. Q4. Okay. Can't yes. wait. Yeah, very <laughs> that's, excited. That's what so I'm excited. most curious about from this yep. year. The, the endless I am dungeon. really excited for that, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be magical. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. That said, though, before um, we move on to another topic, I'm going to hop off because it is almost 3 a.m. and I got a meeting in the morning. So Fair enough. Yeah, Actually, I cue. don't. I think that actually might be, we can do that. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to jump off, I think I might do the shout outs. We can do any other stories and we can peace out. So, um, yeah, that sounds good. Um, I'm yeah, just going to so take my exit I will just, before you even do the yep, break. Actually, and I will but, send the stuff yeah. over to you. So, <laughs> um, Hi, I will, it was great. Yeah, it was great catching up with you as well. So and, good to see you. Um, yeah. To anyone who listens, blood for the pact. I'm out. That's the spirit. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, with Arc piecing out, we'll use this as a little mini break um, just so that I can do the shout out for our Patreons to the UESP. Um, there's uh, two new patrons uh, from last episode. So in customary tradition of me ruining everything um, and not knowing how to pronounce any names, um, we have Fuel Maced and Calborn Norman. Uh, those or maybe Caliborn Norman, whatever. Um, Caliborn Norman and Fuel Maced, thank you so much um, for subscribing to the UESP Patreon. <clears throat> we, again, had more five-star um, reviews. No words, but they're greatly appreciated. We'll just shout you out if we actually get a name we can't see otherwise. Um, and kind of in this little section, I wanted to just say specifically, uh, we announced it, uh, or I announced it, over on <clears throat> the Elder Scrolls Lorecast because it happened to coincide with both our shows or both shows that I'm part of. Um, we missed a pretty huge milestone this year when we were just looking through uh, data and stuff like that <clears throat> because we were asked for some of it and I just I was looking through and we realized um, we completely passed the 1 million downloads um in audio form only. So our video versions are sporadic at best um, from this show. Uh, they're a little more consistent with Lorecast, but this show, it's the, you're, you hang out with us live. Occasionally we'll put up a video episode, but it's, it's pretty rare. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, audio wise, both the Elder Scrolls Lorecast and USB's Tales of Tamriel crossed a million audio downloads which is completely wild to me congratulations yeah so um i apologize so many of you had to listen to so much of my voice we were kind of ballparking how many hours it looks like that is like three million hours worth of uh audio um which is a lot but um yeah i uh 
I I really <laughs> I was I was flabbergasted that it was that much. Um but as a uh, kind of aside, since I also happen to be a Bethesda brand ambassador or whatever cringe name that is, um, to the <laughs> Bethesda gear store, um, I have um, a $100 gift card that I just kind of like pulled out of my little account thingy. And I want to kind of do it as a thank you giveaway to all of you who have supported not just me, but robots and uh arc and any of the previous hosts who you've supported along the way um and all of our guests like everyone here uh, <laughs> so if you would like to be entered we're going or i'm going to draw it on the 8th uh, i'm sorry the, august 1st i was thinking the numbers so like 8 1 but um august 1st is when i'm going to do the drawing there are two ways to enter you can Look at my pinned tweet if you still have Twitter and haven't uh, jumped ship, which I totally understand as well because it's uh, it's a mess. And um, <clears throat> but if you do have Twitter, you can just uh, tweet under that your favorite um, Elder Scrolls game. And if you don't have Twitter or just don't want to use that method, you can shoot a message to uh, Dungeon Crawl or Tales of Tamriel. Uh, wow, what is our actual email address? Holy crap! Actually, you know what? You can go to Tales of Tamriel send us an email via there it's very easy and i don't need to say it wrong so if you want to go to tales of tamriel podcast.com you can uh send us an email <clears throat> from the site with your favorite elder scrolls game literally that's all you have to do and i'm gonna put you all on a spreadsheet just in the order i received them and on the first of august i am going to pick a winner and i will send you a digital code uh it does not seem like it's region specific so since it's digital as long as you can get shipments from either bethesda eu or bethesda na i guess you can get stuff so um if you want to win a hundred dollar gift card um feel free to enter it does not need to be for elder scrolls stuff if you want fallout gear or starfield stuff or whatever it's just to the store so that's just my way of saying thank you for uh kind of all that you've done to make this so much fun and we will take a very short break and then uh, just get into tales and close things up yay All right, so we are back. Um, we've kind of mixed in a lot of tales throughout the episode with our with our mayhem stories and our stories throughout um, the <clears throat> new expansion. The other thing I've been talking about, like the Bastion Nimics, um, I really like Sharp as Night, and he makes fishing super useful. Big fan of that. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> the fishing in Apocrypha is super valuable, which I'm very surprised at. There is so much stuff you can get out of there, like for housing and things like that. So much. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that I really kind of feel is worth throwing out there Oh my god, they made lead farming so easy so far. Like, just doing stuff in Necrom. And it's just like, here's a lead, here's a lead, here's Too a lead. Too easy. Too easy, because I spent... I can't keep up. No, I spent... This was a joke, because I, I did it on stream, too. I spent... I don't even... I stopped counting after the 7 million gold mark, trying to get one antiquity to drop from the treasure oh, maps. No. Yeah, there's a there's a book antiquity, so it's called the Mushroom Classification Guide. Yes, it, I've heard yeah, of this elusive. Book. This furnishing is 
the most amazing thing they have developed yet in the game. We need more things like this. It is a book furnishing that you can open and flip through. It's a picture book with animations and everything. So the moment I saw it on a stream, I went, oh my God, no, I need it. It's been ridiculous. I got every fossil in the Talvani Peninsula 10 times over. I got two back to back. But I did, I think I... I, I didn't count off stream, but on stream, I did 14 treasure maps, 300K each, <laughs> before I finally got that lead. The amount of other leads I got along the way, I don't want to talk about it. I was no raging. Yikes. <laughs> but um, I do like overall, like you get leads left and right, which is super fun. I'm just like, okay, free antiquities, high five. Yeah. And, and like, <sighs> I love the fact because I've long said I don't I don't want to just RNG for my leads. When I want to do antiquities, I want to do antiquities. When I want to farm leads, I want to farm leads. The problem was I could never get to the antiquity part because I'm like, what the F? Like, why can't I get the, <laughs> the, the leads for any of this crap? So I have been loving that. Um, and then pretty much I've been going from that point on like, okay, well, I have all these you know what, now I'm going to just do these 25 leads that I have or whatever. But um, I much preferred this method than the previous method. You don't um, want to spend three years trying to get a font of Ariel lead like I did? Uh, Come on. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see. I, I've got to start trying to intentionally getting leads to finish some of these antiquities. Um, so we'll see if, my, if I continue to say this. But uh, in the meantime, I've been loving that because... I had mentioned I hadn't started the story because when I get a new chapter, I love just running around doing all the crunchy MMO bits of mm-hmm. ESO where it's like, I'm going to roam around the Wolverworld. I'm going to collect all this crap and I'm going to get these companions and then we're going to run around and I'm going to level you up and I'm going to do. And it's all of the like very gamey bits I like to do first. And then mm-hmm. once the gamey bits are done and a lot of the things that are time gated, like dailies and stuff like that, once I've got those kind of conquered for said achievements and stuff like that then i like to chill and do storyline stuff it's like a different style of play so i because i haven't had as much time to play as i generally would want i've haven't fully gotten through the gamey bits especially because we had you know the second mayhem event but um yeah so that's kind of been me it's just like more overworld goodness um and and like i said we we last night just grouped and we were goofing around for a while and we're like well let's do something because our tank is away um on vacation so we're like well let's not do a trifecta without him because then that'll be weird and like two of us have all of them and then like the other two have a couple stray ones they need and i was like well they overlap too so it's like well why do it and then have to do it again for us like let's do something dumb and that's how we came to Strangling Cowardice. Uh, so we did something <laughs> dumb and got Strangling Cowardice. So that's that's good. We uh, we knocked that one out. Still got to go. Next, next I got to just convince them that we're not going to do cubed and then do cubed. That's, you got uh, it. I believe in you. Yeah. The problem is I just told them what I was going to do and they definitely listened to this podcast. So I just totally. You heard nothing. Th- thank you. Yes. Listen to Avron. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so have you been up to anything uh, extra that we might not have already talked about? Because again, we were kind of jumping in and out of tales all episode because it related to so much of this. 
Wow, what have I done with tails? So I am for the whole month of July in the Ebonheart Pact, which yeah. if you know anything about me is against my philosophy. Um, but that is the result of doing, uh, we did a fundraiser as part of ESO Pride, which is um, just a little community thing hosted by Locke, who is a, a really great streamer, member of the stream team. Yep. Um, and we pretty much crushed my, we had a goal of $1,000 and we crushed it in like two hours. And I was like, that's <laughs> stupid. Yep. So, uh, and it was an amazing cause. So my, my, chat has been asking forever to do an incentive to put my altmer dominion main in the pact so i said you know what throw in another 500 dollars, get us to 1500 for the trevor project and i'll do it and then they crush that too in like 30 minutes so yeah, that sounds familiar from something that right? you did to me during a charity marathon and so. i never regret it yep and I was um, going to say, I was actually at work when that happened because people <laughs> messaged me and they were like, everyone has to join the pack. So I think I I think I think joined your stream for like nine seconds. It was just like, I'm totally at work and I don't even have Wi-Fi, but woo for the pack. Yeah, like I do I remember say. that. I remember that. Um, but, the, you know, it's fun. It's something fun to do. And it was for a really good cause. So that, yes. that made me feel really cool. Um, it's nice to be able to use video games to do some good. Exactly. And I think this is the first episode I can say I've been on as an official member of the ESO stream team. So that's yes, really exciting. That, was, that is awesome. I, I was very awesome list of people. Such uh, a good group. You amongst them. I was oh, so glad gosh. to see so many people who it's almost like you just assumed they were on the stream team. <laughs> 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 when I, I was like, wait, they're not already on the stream team. Well, good. Then I'm glad they're on the stream team now because they should have been. Every so. region had such a good group of people. Like, yep. and and a lot of people came back and said, like, this feels like a well chosen group. Like, it's not just about numbers. It's really about love and experience and community for the game. So that yes. is, I mean, that's an insane honor. Um, and I'm very excited and very happy. And. Uh, very humbled <laughs> to be a part of it. So like, heck yeah, that's super cool. Yep. I, uh, no, I was, I was very glad and, uh, yeah, big, big congrats on that. That's an awesome accomplishment and, uh, well-deserved. So. Thanks. What about but, uh, you? What have you been up to Lotus? Honestly, outside my overworlding and stuff like that, um, my biggest thing has been trying to get time to play. Oh God, uh, that's a mood for, for the yeah for the most part. Um, for anybody who watches the live streams, I sort of rearranged my shelf uh, behind me. It's similar, but Hermes Mora needed to be squished right in the middle because um, <laughs> you know, of course. And uh, one thing I'm never super on top of uh is crown store stuff because it's just eh, whatever i don't personally care all that much but um the we're getting that statue in game i saw i did see that oh, i yes <laughs> i'm gonna get that right away yes yeah. yes i i've said that they, one of the few times they can get me to pay attention to that store is give me Hermes stuff. Um, well, did you get some Hermes stuff? Oh my I goodness. sure did. Well, again, the 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 joke of the year of Lotus continues uh, as I just get uh, cool unseen Morrowind regions and my favorite Daedric Prince and all these 
update things that I really like. Um, I love. I've run the new trial a couple more times. Sanity's Edge. Such that a good is, trial. I love that trial. So I have not fun. bothered. They've been total pickup runs and stuff like that. But I I so love good. the vet mode. Um, it's much more approachable than some of the others. Um, I agree. Yeah. I I've heard the hard mode is quite a jump. But I am excited to do that when maybe we get a, a team for it because our crew is actually right on the cusp of TikTok Tormentor. Um, nice. Yeah, we're very, very close. Um, and we originally, we, we've we we're not like a super optimized group um, by any means, uh, but it was like, okay, let's do a thing that, you know, people like. And we've had some roster changes and stuff like that because of real life and time commitments and things. But like recently, a couple of people were like, all right, so... Any chance you would mind if I brought my Arcanist in? And I'm like, let's try it out. And chef's kiss to having a pair of Arcanists support DPS in the group. Oh, man. Loving that life right Arcanists now. Arcanists are game changers in every role. It's such so a fun, much, yep. well-designed, stupidly so, great class. Yeah, so I, I've really uh, kind of... I'm just starting to level mine, but I really have enjoyed having them in the group. It's been a lot of fun. And the moves look super cool. They're um, just amazing. Yep. So hopefully soon... We'll knock those last couple of deaths off and we'll have TikTok Tormentor and then need to figure out, do we stay together and figure out something else? Because at that point, we start we started for TTT, was the original thing, but as a warm-up, we did Vmall No Death. And then at that point, it's like, okay, well, this was our goal. So I don't know, maybe, maybe we move on. Maybe we just go our separate ways. Who knows? But... Fingers crossed we tackle that soon as we we are like right there. And it's funny, we were going with burn strats and we were going, doing some goofy stuff. Like we didn't even do the upstairs portals, but it was inconsistent. Yeah. So it was like, ah, eh, sometimes it was like most of the time we clear it. And then sometimes it was like, where is our damage and why did we die? So we we're like, okay, whatever. So we didn't do that one. And then, uh, so we were like, you know, we'll do the safe strat. And then we were, uh, we were never taking triplets out. We were just like squish them all together and just blow them all up. Yep, yep. And we did that a decent amount of times, but again, it was inconsistent. Like usually rolling fire would catch somebody and it would just be like, ah, damn, we lost a person or whatever. And, and you know, whatever the case, we were like, maybe we'll, let's just try it the safe way. And the safe way we're super clean too because we've been doing all the ridiculous versions. We're like, well, all right. What if we just do the normal versions? We don't be just ridiculous. Just do it normal and see where our DPS is at. And we're sub 30 minutes for a 40 minute speed run. So you got it. Yeah. So it's like, so we just got to be careful and clean that up and we will be good to go. Um, And Boots is now very upset (laughs) because my wife got home. So now Boots is going to shout. Sweetie, calm down. Um, but actually, with the call of the boot, that I think uh, pretty much brings us to the end. Where can people find you, Avron, if you're not on the show with us? Well, that's pretty rare. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, right? It's my favorite show to be on. Um, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube now. Woo! Yeah. Um, at Avron Doodles. That is me. So I hope you'll come by and uh, check me out when I'm live. Absolutely. 
And as for us, you can follow everything we do over at talesoftamrielpodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media and content. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash UESP if you want to help support the show and earn awesome Elder Scrolls themes rewards. Uh, you can also consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify so that people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes they matter. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next time. Bye, everybody. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond. The heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond Protect us till the end The laughing heart sprayed blood afar A gout on seer it fell And like a dart shot to its mark Down in an alien well Magic affused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone To Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.